everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. I am your host, Camille. This week we are reviewing Hallmark's newest movie, titled A Little Daytime Drama, starring Jen Lilly and Ryan Pavey. The official synopsis of this movie is, Hoping to save her daytime soap opera, head writer Maggie must convince Darren, her real-life ex-boyfriend, to return to the show. My gut reaction to this film, I didn't like it. It is a no. The first 40 minutes of the film, I was bored, bored with it. It was a whole back and forth with negotiations with Darren coming back to the soap. I was bored. Darren's first eight generous of being back in the soap was one of the very few highlights of the movie. This was honestly the first role Ryan ever played it for Hallmark that felt relatable. He had anxiety. I was affected by his previous work that bombed. They had way too many storylines going on. It was confusing to keep up with. And the timeline of everything moved so fast. There was really no flow. I didn't enjoy the movie, and the romance storyline was weird. I grew up watching soap operas. Like many kids my age, I would come home from school and turn on the TV to watch Guiding Light, As the World Turns, Passions, All My Children, General Hospital, and on summers when school was out, watch Bold and the Beautiful. 90s was the time for soaps. That's probably why I was excited about this movie. Plus, I have watched Jen and Ryan since both of their stints on General Hospital. For those who don't know, Jen and Ryan played characters who were married to each other, but while they were not on the show. Like, okay, I know it's confusing, but Jen played Maxie when years before Ryan joined the show to play Nathan West, who later became Maxie's husband. So they sort of played each other's husband and wife, but not really. <laughs> anyway, this is actually their second movie that they did together for Hallmark. The first one was Harvest Love, and I love that movie. That was a really good one where, like, Jenny's character owned a farm kind of thing, a pear farm, and Ryan's character played the manager for the farm and stuff. So I thought that was cute. And Jen was a brunette in that movie. And I prefer her as a brunette. I don't know. I think blonde hair kind of pales her out. I like her as a brunette. Jen, if you're listening, which I probably, which I know you're probably not, go back to being a brunette. It looked good on you. <laughs> anyway, so the gist of this storyline of a little daytime drama is this: Maggie is curly head writer of a soap pop. Forever is a long, long time. Now I have been watching the behind-the-scenes clips that the director and the actors shared when they were making this movie. And so I knew the title of this soap a while ago. 
And I remember like the very first time I saw it, the title, I was like, that's a really, really long title. <laughs> Not thinking about it, I should have said that's a long, long title. <laughs> but anyway, I wasn't, um, my puns weren't a game yet. Um, but yeah, I didn't, that was, I just used to, I don't know, two or three word subtitles. Forever is a long, long time. That's six. As the world turns, had four. <laughs> and I think that was the longer, longest worded title for a soap that I grew up watching anyway. So, that was just weird. Anyway. The producer of the show, the current producer, is Alice, who is played by soaps legend Linda Dano. She's kind of an old-fashioned soaps writer, you know. She's been part of the show for its whole 40 years tenure, and is reluctant to change the storyline to do a more contemporary take. The rate... The ratings are dropping, so the network head honcho wants Darren Mitchell, former star of Forever's A Long, Long Time, to come back. Problem is, when Darren left, he promised never to return. He and Maggie dated for like three years. They had some kind of falling out, and he left never to come back. Darren played Detective Preston Stillwater, a cop who died saving children from drowning. That was another good chuckle because that's a parallel to Ryan. Ryan played Detective Nathan West of General Hospital who was killed by his father, shot. The parallels between Darren and Nathan doesn't stop there. Nathan has voiced only General Hospital for his career, taking a chance on him. A similar sentiment as Darren did for forever is a long, long time. And they both suffer from some sort of anxiety with questioning who they are and how good they are as actors. But anyway, we find out the reason why Darren and Maggie broke up was because Darren got a part in a play, asked Maggie for her opinion, she lied about liking it, and he only overheard through conversations with cast and crew that she hated the I mean, okay, that was a weird, really, really weird reason to break up. You broke up with her because she tried to spare your feelings and you told you, yeah, she liked to play. I mean, here's the thing. Yes, honesty is uh, the best policy, but sometimes when, you know, your boyfriend... Uh, your significant other, like really, really excited about this project, you kind of sort of struggle with, do I tell them that the project sucked or do I tell them that, hey, go for it, it's good, or whatever. I try hard, to be honest, because I, I don't, um, I feel like it's one of those things where Honesty is not going to hurt people. 
Anyway, I I struggle with that sometimes when I do podcasts, especially when I'm interviewing, gonna interview like someone um, in a movie. For example, last week when I did not like Wedding March Six. And a couple of days later, I am interviewing Nathan Vita, who starred in um, the movie. And, you know, he heard me say I didn't like the movie. But also at the same time, you know, I have to be honest. I couldn't, like, lie just because I'm going to be talking to Nathan and tell him he, the movie was wonderful and the best movie ever. Because that's not honesty. You know, and the, the thing about it is what other podcaster told me, you know, that's brave of you to just straight up tell him you didn't like the movie. And I said, well, what was I supposed to do? Lie and say it was great? I think that is one of the many reasons why people like a lot of the podcasts is because... There's honesty behind it, and you know you don't. You can be a fan of the actor. You can be a fan of Hallmark. You can be a fan of um, the storylines and stuff like that. But it doesn't mean that you will like everything about it. That's not how it works, anyway. So I kind of wish that I understand why. Probably Maggie was um, reluctant about being, you know, about being honest about how she felt about the play. But I also feel like you have to be honest because that's just how it is. You have to give your honest opinion, especially with your significant other. Ask for your honest opinion, but also at the same time. You know, there's a, there's a, how do I say this? There's a very thin line. There's a lot of times when your partner asks you for your opinion on something, they don't want your real honest opinion, especially if it's bad. They just want you to, like, tell you good job or whatever. But I don't know. The play sucked. The play that Darren left the show forever is a long, long time to do. It only lasted two weeks. <laughs> like, it was so bad. People walked out of the theater halfway through the play. That That's not good. Um, it really affected Darren's psyche because he was excited for the play. He thought it was good. He started to question himself like, oh, is it me? Am I a bad actor? Can I act? That kind of thing. So when Maggie came to visit him at his home to talk him into returning to the soap opera, Darren was between jobs freelancing as a gardener. <laughs> he really just flat out said no. No to new dressing rooms. No to um, script approvals. No to even a raise. But Zach, his agent, told him, look, you need to go back to acting because that is what Darren is. He can't just keep waiting for another play, which is which was his passion or whatever. 
He needs to go back out there again. And Zach kind of encouraged him to say yes to Maggie. So Darren agreed to come back to forever for four weeks. Four more weeks. That's it. Which gives Maggie a new challenge. How do we explain Detective Preston Stillwater coming back from the dead and letting him leave only a month later? She was still holding out hope that Darren will change his mind and stay for good. But, you know, nothing is set in stone but soap operas. <laughs> so that was the first 40 minutes of the film. Finally, Darren is on set and he's filming his episode. This was my favorite part of the whole film. Darren's first day jitters. He was forgetting his lines. You can tell the play is affecting his psyche. I love the part where he was outside with Maggie and she had to tell him, you're not just a pretty face, you bring more to the role of Darren than just that. The pep talk was nice. I mean, like, it was believable. I could, honest, I could really believe that Darren needed to hear those words and stuff. Um, also, you, you can watch his, his snapping the rubber band that's on his wrist, which we later find out his acting coach told him to do that to kind of keep him grounded when he's having anxiety or whatever. We all have those kind of twitches and stuff, and I know I did. Um, I still do. Mine isn't a rubber band. Mine was like playing with my fingernails. You can tell that I'm really anxious when I'm like playing with my fingernails. And stuff, biting my nails, you know, whatever. So that's that was my which Darius is the rubber band snapping. But that was it. Out of the whole movie, the good part was five minutes long. The rest of the movie was a mumble jumble. There was really no flow. To let you know, it is another day. We only knew it was a different day from the previous scene because Darren and Maggie had changed clothes. That was it. You you all can only tell that it was the same day because they wore the same outfit. <laughs> there was some conflict, which was typical of Hallmark. Maggie heard Darren might be leaving the show for a play in New York. She skipped the word might, might. I just assumed he was leaving the show without telling her about it. She wrote Darren off by making De Detective Preston Stillwater die by getting hit by a bus. Well, who's shocked to find out she jumped to the wrong conclusion? Darren isn't leaving and he's falling for Maggie all over again. The end. <laughs> Uh, I gave this movie two and a half stars, and that's generous. There are some saving grades in this movie, though. Like I said, I think this is the most relatable character Ryan has ever done for Hallmark. His roles are usually rich moguls, Harvard graduate type of person. I'm not saying playing an actor is relatable, but the anxiety, first day jitters, even the snapping of the rubber band 
That is relatable and great to see. It would be nice to see more of Ryan playing those type of guys, not just the brooding rich dude. <laughs> I love all the soap opera tropes they reference in the movie, such as the rapid aging of child characters, and how many people in soap operas have died and come back to life. So many that if I had a penny for each character that died and came back to life, I would be rich as rich as Jeff Bezos. Okay, as the network executive said in the movie, no one really dies in soap opera. Things I didn't like. The storylines were confusing. There were way too many going on. You had a couple celebrating 40 years together, Alice talking about retiring and handing the reins to Maggie. Someone had another play that sucked and something about the Hollywood sign. Maggie wanted to reach it because in the beginning of the movie, she couldn't reach the top or something. I like supportive storylines. I don't. I, I love secondary storylines. I'm a proponent for those things. I'm a fan of the supporting actors getting their own stories or whatever. But there was no cohesion. You didn't really get invested with the other characters in the movie, except for Linda Danos, Alice. That their storylines became meh, like I didn't care for it. I didn't care about the 40 year anniversary or cocktail testing or whatever. It took away from Maggie and Darren's romance storyline. And I would have minded more investment on Alice retiring and handing the reins to Maggie. I mean, all we got was it would be a more contemporary storyline for the soaps. But what does that mean? Missed opportunity there. And don't even get me started on the lack of BIPOC characters in this movie. You got the only Asian black character relegated to hair and makeup. Like seriously? If you want to make this so small contemporary, add some color to that cast, Maggie. Ugh, how about back to relegating PLC to just assistance? Concierges again, with like five lines. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Alexa, Pandora, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter, HallmarkHeartBeat1, Instagram, HallmarkHeartBeats, Facebook, HallmarkHeartBeat Podcast. Want the podcast by buying me a coffee on www.buymeacoffee.com slash hmarkheartbeats. Next week is the last movie of the second wave of Summer Night, and that is Sweet Pecan Summer, starring um, Christine Cole, Wes Brown, and Lauren Tom. God, I would love to interview one of those three people, but sadly I have God knows from everyone. Huh? <laughs> anyway, the following week is Hallmark just announced the newest standalone movie, which will be airing on September 4th, and it is titled Journey of My Heart, starring Rhiannon. You've noticed that Rhiannon, not Rihanna, <laughs> Rhiannon Fish and Darian Miller. And guess who will be back on the podcast to be interviewed that week? Yup, it's going to be Rhiannon. 
we had so much fun in the um, interview last week. It was crazy. We laughed so hard, and so many people um, loved that interview and getting to know Rihanna in that manner. Um, and it was an honor to talk to her, and I am so honored that she's agreed to come back. Um, we talked about the movie actually when I interviewed her a couple weeks ago because she was just saying that at the time the movie was titled Love on the Wings of Eagles. And, you know, they were pitching it to Netflix and Hallmark, hoping someone would pick it up. But, man, within like six days of that interview, it got picked up by Hallmark. And I'm so happy that she's agreed to come back. I have also tentatively scheduled interviews with... Darian, her co-star, and Lucy Guest, as well, the director of the movie. Um, this movie is also featuring, for the first time ever, in Hallmark history, Native American actors, indigenous actors. And I have a tentative inter scheduled interview with two of those historic making actors. Oh my God, my, that is a dream. I know people want to talk to like the big names and stuff, and that, that would be great to talk to the big names. But I want to talk to those who are, who have the stories, who have made, um, headlines have made history. And talking to the first indigenous actors in a Hallmark movie, I think that's more interesting than talking to, I don't know, Tyler Hines or something. No offense to Tyler. I still would love to interview him, but... <laughs> um, anyway, so the podcast reviewing that will come out on September 7th. Then Fall Harvest begins. It will... Um, September 11th will be Roadhouse Romance, starring Lord Elena and Tyler Hines. The movie, the recap will come out on September 14th. September 18th will be Raise Your Glass to Love, starring Laura Osmond and Juan Pablo de Pache. Um, that will also, huh. Laura has some controversy with her right now. We might need to like pray for her. Anyway, that, that movie, the review for that will come out on September 21st. And then on September 28th, I will be reviewing Take the Reigns starring Nikita Loach and Scott Porter. I will be joined by my good friend and co-host from my other podcast, The Resident Rule Breakers, Kayla Blackwell. She will be joining me. Um, mostly because that movie stars another actor from the show, The Resident, 
His name is Corbin Bergson. So that will be a fun one. I can't wait to um, watch the movies and review them. So thank you again for joining me on the podcast and see y'all next week. Bye.